Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I think we wear our humiliations in that sense as a badge of honour. We are we're proud of the fact that that City is the only team in English football history to have won the league one season and been relegated the next. Welcome back to It's Always Us with me, James Regal. And, and me, Jamie McDonald. How are you this week, James? I'm very good, thanks, Jamie. I'm very good. I'm, uh, I've am i got to say I'm missing proper football. This mm-hmm. international break is boring as hell. I just don't care. And it's just probably the worst idea ever, right? Yeah, well, it's a big old super spreader event, isn't it? It is. It's like, let's just get everyone out of their bubbles mixing with their international colleagues, flying around the world, and let's just all live in this fantasy land where this virus doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. I do love the fact that you hate the England team and Harry Kane's captain. That does make me laugh, though. No, look, I don't, I don't hate the England team. I just, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't... Even I, with Captain Fantastic up front. It, I'd, I'd rather he just wasn't playing and just was kept fit for Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, I look, World Cup and everything, brilliant. Euros great, but the meaningless friendly. Why is he playing in meaningless friendly? I don't think the Nations League actually, James. The Nations League. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> before we get into the show, just want to say a massive thanks to our sponsor, the Natural Barber Company, uh, makers of all natural, chemical-free hair products, which make your hair look amazing. It comes in both matte and shiny finish, so you can choose how you want to rock your hairdo. Why do I talk like that? I don't know. Um, Yeah, and it's brilliant. I've I've been getting a lot back into running, Jamie, recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can probably tell how trim and healthy I'm looking. Um, A couple more laps and you'll be sound. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But what's great about this is not only does it hold your hair in place while you're doing rigorous sports... Uh, but also, you don't get, you know, sometimes you're playing football, you're running, and you sweat, and you've got hair product in, oh, yeah. and it gets in your eyes, oh. and it burns. Yeah. Not an issue with natural barber, because it's chemical-free. They yeah. don't have any of that stuff in it. So it's brilliant for exercising. Those who are listening, like to play a bit of football, like to have their hair look good while they're doing it. Uh, and they're very kindly giving you guys, our listeners, 15% off your first order and free UK delivery. So if you want to get that order in, get yourself looking nice at Christmas, or even it makes a nice little gift for the for the men in your life, uh, then go to naturalbarber.co and enter the promo code ALWAYSUS in the box at checkout. Awesome. Well, I look forward to receiving a uh, a tub for Christmas, James. Absolutely. Good. So who we got on this week, Jamie? This week, we've got, um, we've got Man City, that powerhouse of English football. Man City. Man City, who've recently won back-to-back titles, have all the money in the world, an incredible squad, Pep Guardiola, mm-hmm. th- that Man City. Yes, the very so same. Why have we got them on? Clearly, they're having a great time at the moment. Well, for anybody over the age of 10, until a few years ago, Man City were actually quite rubbish. I th- well, I think, I think quite rubbish is, is a nice way of putting it. Yes. I, I'd say they were pretty shit. Of course, the Etihad, Jamie... Home of arguably the most glorious moment in Premier League history. And I just want to know, as an Arsenal fan, what's your recollections of that time Adebayor ran the full length of the field to celebrate in front of your fans? Well, obviously what I thought of that is certainly not repeatable on even the most explicit of podcasts. But it suffice to say that it, it very much involved me shaking my fist and many fingers were thrown. Personally, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And definitely help smooth the path for him to come and play up front for Tottenham. But mm, that's and not do what... we- right. And do well. And do so well. And do so well. And win so much. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Just like everybody else at Spurs, huh? Exactly. But we're we're not we're not here to talk about Spurs and Arsenal, even though we always manage to somehow. It's mostly my fault. Uh, we're going to be talking about City, and we've got some amazing guests on. I'm not sure, quite sure how or why, but we <laughs> we've got the actor. David Threlfall, actual Frank Gallagher of, in the flesh, sh- of Shameless, one of the the most brilliant actors in the country. A legend. 
huge City fan himself. And he's agreed to come on this show. God only knows why. Mm. Uh, but we managed to convince him. Uh, and we're very happy about that. And we've yeah. also got David Mooney, uh, who presents the Blue Moon podcast. Uh, and also another little podcast run by a small publication called The Athletic. Don't know. Uh, called Why Always Us. They're, they're mm, that's, a, that's a good name for a show. I'm glad we went with our one, though. Our one, It's Always Us. Definitely, we went with that first. Yeah, we definitely didn't originally go with Why Always Us and realised that I hadn't Googled properly. Mm. That definitely never happened. No, absolutely not. But yeah, we're going to talk about Man City. We're going to talk about some recent frustrations and obviously some stuff from the past. Hey, and if you're if you think that your team is even more hard done by than Man City, get in touch with us. Uh, find us on Twitter or an email, which is you can tweet us at it's always us pod, uh, or you can email us on it's always us pod at gmail dot com. And yeah, if if, if you want to just if if you want your your team to be featured, featured on yeah. the show, or if you just want to share something that's pissed you off about your team <laughs> recently or over history, please do get in touch, and we'll we'll happily read it out. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Here it is. So, welcome to It's Always Us, David Mooney and David Threlfall. Welcome, guys. Thanks for for having me. Bonjour, Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, already, already I think we might get confusing. We've got two Davids on the podcast, which is convenient for the listeners so uh, for the sake of this i think uh david threlfall also goes by the name of threlly to his mates so yeah some mates call me that some of the mates here i've known for a long time yeah we've known each other what six seven minutes now i think it's probably okay <laughs> yeah it's fine right <laughs> i mean I, I was gonna say I, I i always get called mooney by all my mates so i mean i'm, I'm happy to go by my surname <laughs> all right we'll go with threlly and mooney <laughs> a little closer to that bloody red you know <laughs> I mean, with a name like Mo- I love nominative determinism. But a name like Moon, you can only ever be a Man City fan, right? I got I got detention in school once because uh, my fantasy football team uh, name came through to uh, my form tutor, who didn't get that it, that I was called Blue Moonies for a reason, and he thought I was being rude, so I got detention. <laughs> and you didn't get out of, of all, it. Of all the things to misbehave for, as well, I know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Name. Boston's a difficult time for some people. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Mooney, you're um, so you run the Blue Moon podcast, is that it? And you're on uh, another podcast too, but a bit generous. Yeah, I, I do. I do Blue Moon podcast, uh, which uh, takes up most of my waking hours. Um, uh, we have a show every Friday uh, through the season, just looking at, uh, at uh, the coming games, the games that have got just gone. And I, I like to chuck in a bit of nostalgia as well for City in there. Um, and then I do the Athletics uh, Why Always Us podcast as well, uh, which uh, usually comes out at the start of the week, looking at uh, looking back at the uh, at the games that City have just played. Do we do we tell him, Jamie? Yeah, I think we should. We should confess now, David. Uh, we actually, when we first started this podcast, that was the name of our show. <laughs> uh, I, I apologize because um they I, I i what what they did was they said to me have you got any ideas for names and i was like well no i haven't to be honest i'm not like i i've i've spent years not doing the name of, of whatever it is i've been working on i'll leave that to, to people who know things about about how to name things um and they said well we were thinking something along like why always me for balotelli uh, so I said, well, since it's it's about City, let's have it as why always us and not why always me. And, and that, that, that'll work quite well. And then um, I think I found you on Google uh, about six weeks or so after we started it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I like to say I felt bad, but I, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was part, it's not like we were, we were sued or anything. It's yeah. just like, oh, OK, it's a podcast backed by The Athletic and then yeah. me and Jamie in our spare room. Uh, and, and not the not the SEO power of, of a major nation, uh, <laughs> so we better change it. I mean, it's my fault. Uh, I, I I did some very brief googling. I don't think it was Google. I looked on some podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. It was basically I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> we realised after we did a couple, and it was yeah, we'll probably we'll probably change the name. But anyway, but yeah, congratulations on, on a brilliant name. <laughs> um, and Threlly, of course. I mean. You're 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 well loved and well known for the the classic British series Shameless, star of stage and screen. Vaguely, vaguely, barely need an introduction. I'd say a legend. 
a legend. Yeah, yeah, I'd say arguably the best actor to come out of the north of England to appear on our podcast. That's that's very that's very kind of you. Very kind words. Um, um, lo- lovely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, David Threlly, uh Despite your your youthful looks, um, you know you've been a City fan for for many a decade. Well, you, right? well, hang, well you, despite your youthful looks, you, you're fucking ancient. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you know I know that you've supported City a long time, but I was I was surprised. I was surprised looking at you. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, people are, but that's uh, you know that's. Uh, so, <laughs> some well, that's what being a city fan does to you. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's eternal optimism, isn't it, really, Mooney? I mean, it's like we all that thing about we're not really here, the noisy neighbours, it all came, you know, through that. And uh, you just grew up, we were chatting before we started the podcast earlier, <laughs> James, with about, about, you know, how you grew up. I mean, I was certainly born into it and walked to the ground with granddaddos. <clears throat> I was telling Jamie, but... Um, it's just one of the, you just, it was just, that's what it was. But you know, a funny thing, I, I, I do like, I do like, I mean, I've always really, I can't really, in a world that we're living in right now, particularly, I, I can't really use the word hate, you know, but I, I'm really, you know, you're asking about certain things we're going to talk about, but I just don't, I've just never really post Charlton Best. Dennis Law, all that. When, when City, in that era, when I was going to the ground, when I was at secondary school and walking down Mulders Road and over Platte Lane into, into the Kipax or the Platte Lane with Pete Lolly, who was at the school, we used to go with after my granddad sort of fell by the wayside. I don't mean literally on the way to the ground. I mean, he stayed at <laughs> home. We didn't just leave him on the side of the road. Um, when City were away, I used to go and watch United. And George Best was probably the best player I ever saw, to be fair, if I have to be fair to United fans. And some City fans will be raging, going like, oh, you're talking about... <laughs> you know, all that. But, uh, you know, listen, football's football, and particularly now we have to cherish it and, uh, and, and you know, understand what, what the situation has caused <clears throat> us to be, you know, both financial as well as, the desire to play for everybody from Premier League down uh, to, uh, to, 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 to cherish it, even though we have our favourites. Here ended the first lesson. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was going to say, that, like, despite all that, though, I'm quite happy on a weekend if City have not put in a good performance. I will sulk like the best of them. I'm not, I'm not going like, to, even though, even though we, we, we love having oh. the football back, I'm really happy to be in a bad mood for days after. I, I try and it used to it used to be days, Mooney, but it's 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 I think because clearly according to James, I'm ancient. <laughs> I've not got many days left, so I, I can't spend too many days being depressed. <laughs> Optimism has to uh, has to pervade a bit, a bit more because there were so many years when we weren't really. I never really felt that City fans were things because it's referred to. I mean, I've got you know, I've got I've got little things like. This that I found, uh, viewers will, won't be able to see, our listeners won't be able to Cult Heroes by David Clayton and uh, <laughs> Cups for Cock-Ups that friends have bought <laughs> over the years, the Francis Lee era, the great toilet roll, uh, toilet roll uh, bust of 1978. <laughs> um, uh, we just sort of got used to being sort of, not second best, but, you know, the, and, the, and now... You know that we're winning. Of course, there's. You know, you have to deal with the influx of where the money's coming from and all that. But I think City fans would take that right now, wouldn't they? We've had years and years and years of just having to listen to those gobshites across Old Trafford just giving us jip. And uh, you know, some are quite generous about it, and some are are not. Yeah, I, I tell you that the, the interesting thing is, and I don't. I, I find it with a lot of a lot of United fans who are kind of uh, around my age, around mid thirties, is that what they grew up watching this United team who were just better than everybody else. And yeah. they, be- they believed that they were special because of it, and it's watching them now understand that they are just like anybody else, and that they are just as susceptible as as any other club ha- of having you know a, a, a manager that's not very good or making 
bad transfer decisions or whatever. And they don't have this God-given right to, to just come in and win everything. And like it's really weird now as a City fan going, being able to say to those United fans that I was at school with who used to say, oh, well, I, we don't care about the derby. It's all about, about how we do against Liverpool. For me to be able to turn around to them this season and say, well, we don't really care about United. It's how we do against Liverpool. That, that, that really matters at the moment. It just watching that, like the blood drain from their face is honestly, there's, there's, a, there's a certain pleasure in that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's, def- it's, definitely, it's definitely worse, I think, for your rival if you just, if you're just, indifferent yeah i feel yeah, the same I about think... i feel the same about arsenal these days to be honest as a spurs <laughs> even though we've not won anything like city have so you says that you, you, you're spurs you're spurs did you say James? I, I'm, I'm spurs and jamie's arsenal so i, I yeah. feel the pain of going to school every day supporting <laughs> the wrong football team <laughs> one of my things is i was at both those semi-finals uh you know both at uh the, the new spurs stadium and the uh the one, the one that we that was, you know, I was literally jumped out of my seat because it's seating now. <clears throat> uh, out of my seat at the end when we thought uh, Sterling wasn't it who scored, and then it was. Yeah. I mean, literally up and down. I mean, one of my one of my one of my things to launch it into the why always us thing without without moaning too much was. You can't really get any more finite. It's for me anyway, uh, because of all those years of you know. There's all the years of going. Oh well, you know, like my granddad used to say, "Let's go and see the rags." How's the rags doing this week? <laughs> it's a certain generational thing. But the uh, the 93rd point, whatever it is, the 94th minute Aguero goal. Because in those last five minutes, I was trying to explain at home. I said this is what it's this this is exactly what it's like supporting City. Lescott made that bad header of back pass, 2-1 two, two for QPR. QPR, for God's sake. And Joey Barton <laughs> did his favour by showing us his best side again. And then and then suddenly to get an equal, you know, it's like there's some degree of... So, it was like everyone's going, oh, yeah, yeah. So, nah, now <laughs> this is city. It's like two, three minutes to go. It's like they're going to go right to the wire. And what's really, really galling is it's it's the bloody Reds who are going to win, mm. and, and, um, and when Jack, when Jacko scored, there's a bit of you that thinks that selfish bastard has only done yeah. it to make us think that we might do this to yeah. give us that three minutes of hope. Yeah, make it ex- exact. That's exactly it. So it's literally in those five minutes, I was I was absolutely down in the dumps, and then a slight bit of hope, and then exactly that thought, Mooney happened. I thought, oh well, this this is not on. <laughs> and of course, for, for, for Balotelli, the why always me original, uh, just knocked that forward and he scored. It was then I was, I was, I was out the door and shouting and screaming. So did and, you feel? Did did you feel at that point? Because I think a lot of fans can relate to that. It's just like coming so close. But did you feel when that goal went in? Obviously, that that gave that additional context you just described gave it even more emotion than than it would. Well, and also, it, also was just, it was in Fergie time. It yeah. wasn't exactly. And they had finished, right? And you see uh, uh, Jones's face sort of looking at the final <laughs> whistle, which is all brilliant. But did you feel like maybe after you calmed down, like that's it, the, the spell is broken. We're not typical City anymore. Or, or does that, even though you're really good now and one of the wealthiest <laughs> teams in the world, no. is, is it still there? Do you still have we, that? It's still it, there. It, yeah, it's absolutely. It, it didn't calm down for a while, I must say. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just so such a that it that it had happened. I mean, I think the onset of Pep arriving, and you know, let's not forget. I mean, Liverpool were the best team last year. Fair dues. You know, I've got and and, and I think your thing about when they threw when we went to play them at Anfield and they threw stuff at the coach to intimidate. I thought that was disgusting. I just thought that's really un, that's really uncool. You know, I just just a shame. You know, Mara's missing the penalty, all that kind of stuff. But I think that, uh, and again, this year we could have won it again. But um, now you talk now. I've gone off the beam. I can't remember. Where I was. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's dreaming of that moment, and he's, he's got. Things, uh, uh, no, your point was is that the, we, we mustn't forget that Pep won it back to back. That is when you see what's going on this year. I think that is incredible. That that will that should stand alongside. It won't stand alongside for the drama of what happened in in Fergie time. <laughs> um, 
the ultimate because of course Fergie will just get in the dressing room apparently and go you know go for goals goal for goals. it could go to the wire it could go to goal difference and of course it did but uh, I, yeah it, I, th- I, I'd agree with Mooney I think it, sorry I'm, I'm yab- yabbering on it, it, it's um, yeah it, it just sort of stays with you that whole we're not really here I mean it went to yeah. such an extent by the way that the last ever episode of Shameless which I actually directed um Frank goes on a bender and he ends up ends up at all the iconic places around Manchester. Some of them anyway, sort of Boys Club and Morrissey and the, the Smiths and everything. And he ends up for some reason at the Etihad, and um, and uh, and and in a sort of sequence. And he he hits a hits a hits a penalty into the net. And I put it in when he gets on the ground. He's like, oh, no, we're not really here. You know, it's it's. Uh, I think there is a still a kind of dream equality that it's not that it's not really happening, but I don't think there's any expectation. And I yeah, think I, th- I think uh, I think City fans, City fans are in a really I think weirdly unique position that like the worst ever period in City's history is is twenty years ago. It's so, it's still within living memory for pretty much every City fan, and I think that it really brings you down to earth when these sorts of things happen and you go, yeah, we can enjoy them and we can enjoy the, the, the high moments. And, and like, like Frehley says, we can't, you know, we can't escape the fact that City are, that we can't really complain about this City team. Um, but we can put it in the context of remembering that, that, you know, 25 years ago, they were playing Chesterfield and playing Wrexham and, and, and not, not beating them. <laughs> Wrexham about to be owned by um, some interlopers from Hollywood, I gather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be careful how I phrase this and not let my Tottenham biases come through. But is you know, that, that feeling of we're not really here, do you think that might be partly due to just how quickly, because of the money coming in, you kind of accelerated from crap to not so crap to suddenly the best team in, in the land and arguably Europe, even, you know, even without the trophy, I, I think Pep's but second season, you guys are amazing. Is, is the fact that it came slightly artificially part of the reason why you maybe feel like it's not real? Well, it's as artificial as when Chelsea bought the, bought the players that won their premiership and the way... I, I wouldn't I argue with you with that either, to be honest. No, but I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word artificial. I think, as someone, someone said, uh, one of these so-called punters, experts, I mean, I, I, I take a lot from what the ex-players say. They've got a lot to offer, of course. But um, that... Uh, um, uh, that you you can buy the players, but you've got to get them working. It's very interesting watching Lampard, isn't it? That he, you know at Derby, and you think he's just holding fire until he gets the gig at Chelsea, and lo and behold, and then he obviously knows it well enough to say, "Listen, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to do what we did years ago." Abramovich, being in the country or not, has to sign checks, and we have to get a load of. I mean, I think Timo Werner's a very good play, uh, player. Um, what's his name? Uh, 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 the young guy Habit ha- what's he called uh, Habit Sky Habit the, the most miserable looking young soul I've seen on a football pitch for a long time but again a really good player Pulisic there's some really good players you know I have to, you have to acknowledge that I think you know, maybe I've just gone a little uh, a little more uh, not soft as I've got older but I, I've always appreciated good football um, but I, I, it, through gritty teeth if it's to do with to do with you know particularly to do with United <laughs> But I think I think it would still have been there. My senses, Mooney. I don't know what you think. That it would still have been there, even if we hadn't. Uh, we we had. To, I think Tevez was the first one that crossed the divide, yeah. and then they followed from there. And then, of course, you know, Man- Mancini did did a really good job, I think. And uh, the issue is, is 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 keeping it up there. Yeah, I think certainly. Um, there's a real danger that that non-City fans kind of normalise what what especially Guardiola has achieved at City, um, because it's uh, there's almost this attitude of of well, I could do that if I if I had that much money to spend. And it's like well, Mancini had that much money to spend, and Pellegrini had that much money to spend, and they didn't get 100 points and 98 points the next season. They 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 haven't produced this sort of football. So there is there's an element of I think City fans need to be 
I think City fans should celebrate what City have achieved more than they do. I think I, I think City fans are quite happy to downplay things at times. Um, and it all all kind of cycles back round to that that we're not really here mentality and that 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 old thing that we used to carry back in the day. Um, and you think of of how like those United fans that I grew up with, they they would champion United at every given opportunity. Whereas even now as a City fan, I'm quite happy to come on a podcast like this and, and do us down and and play you know and and uh, and do the whole self depreciation thing because because that's just kind of how we're built. And I don't know if it's um, I don't know if that's something that will change as uh, as younger City fans kind of kind of carry on seeing this side be successful. I think it's a man thing. I think the difference is, yeah. if I, you know, when I was, one side started working and touring around, I'd, if I was going up, you'd often see a lot of the United fans on the train to Euston on their way back to Denmark or somewhere. Um, but I'm not saying that there aren't Manchester people who support United. Of course there are. But I think that the city, city is a, you know, we were doing shameless. It was clearly that, it was clear to me that Frank was a, was a although he wasn't necessarily a football player, or a fan, or, or a you know a real serious. But I mean, I played to a certain level when I was younger. He wasn't. He wasn't like that. But he was clearly a city man. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know there was a, even even on the set of Shenris, there was a lot of a lot of Reds around me. And uh, I worked in South Africa. United are very big in Cape Town. And I you know did you, know, you have to do your best to sort of sort of uh, yeah the, the that effect of. Oh, let's let's not let's not you know uh, put them down. They were they were they were tremendous. Uh, them and Liverpool in those whatever those, is it nineties or something. Eighties, nineties, yeah. They they were they were dominant. You can't you can't get away from that. Um, and uh, and you know props to them for it. But um, I think they I think some of them have a little trouble let letting go. I think you're absolutely right. That sort of almost privileged thing. But I think money or not, though, James, I think City fans sort of sort of feel the sword of Damocles over them at something oh <laughs> oh oh you know uh, you know to you know, the, the teams we lost to last year if if there's one club that could have this much money and get it wrong then it's city it, it always it always will be to lose to norwich last year <laughs> i'm sorry norwich fans but uh, you know but i mean it's it's just those things. but hey listen it's football isn't it we we love it and it's unpredictable and who would have thought that uh, Aston Villa would have beaten Liverpool by seven goals to two. Mm. I, th- I think a lot of fans of other clubs, um, I, I think very few begrudge the City fans the success and the joy that you've had, really. It's, I think it's more, like, you can disagree with the club and where the money's coming from and you know buying trophies and all that stuff. But I think most proper football fans know what you guys have been through. As you said, Mooney, in living memory, a lot of us remember you guys getting relegated you know, and Right, relegated a lot. So I, I always think if you if you're gonna if you're gonna laugh at City for holding the ball by the corner flag, thinking that they were safe in the Premier League and they're not and they're going down, or <laughs> you're gonna laugh at them for being knocked out of the FA Cup because Michael Ball gets the gets the ball confused with some balloons on the pitch, then you have to accept that like like what if you if you laugh at them for that then you have to then you have to acknowledge them as as a good team now and you have to appreciate what they've what they've done on the pitch you can't you can't have one without the other and i think like i i think city fans are, are all too willing to uh to remember those days certainly now that it's turned out all right uh, they 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 can remember them fondly, and I'm, I'm not going to pretend that it was fun while it was happening at times. But the fact that we can now look back at it and laugh, I think, is is a privilege that we should that we should embrace. Um, I, I wasn't there against uh, certainly. I don't think I was there that that, that day against uh, Liverpool in '96 when uh, Niall Quinn came bounding out of the tunnel, going, "Listen, lads, a draw's not quite enough. We we might want to score another one, you know, in the next few minutes. It just just maybe give it a go." Um, uh, and I just I, I remember I, I remember the feeling of what it was like at that time, and I remember um, going into school the next day, or, or going into school after City had won the first game of the season a couple of years later at uh, away at Nottingham Forest, and it was about October, so they, they played three months or so without winning, and <laughs> having uh, the United fan who used to sit on the same table as me at school say uh, or sing to the tune of. Um, uh, uh, what is it? Don't look back in anger. Uh, and so City can wait. They know it's too late. And I'm just thinking, you know, you know, you know. Oh. 
that, that's how it used to be. And so, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna embrace that, then you have to you have to embrace where City are now as well. Well, look, let's 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 get into that, right, Jamie? Because because we've talked a lot about you being good and the good times. But I, you know, you know what this show's about. We've talked a lot about you guys being good, but this this shows this shows about the bad times, yeah, isn't it, Jamie? The very very bad, worst of the worst <laughs> things that you can dredge up from the city's past that make you more annoyed than anything. So yeah, there's plenty. There is there is plenty. Don't get me, don't get me uh, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I can start where, where where should we start? Last thing I ask you. I mean, you're you're our guest, yeah. so whichever. I know you sent over a few on email. A few of these I, I remember myself. Some I'm not so familiar with. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I think the it, it's hard to pick things from the modern era. Um, again, like like Frelly was saying before, just about how good City are. So it's hard to it's hard to really complain. Um, it crossed my mind about the Spurs games in the Champions League from 2019. Um, just, uh, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's just bad luck. It's not really anything else. Um, but like, I, 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 what kind of made me settle on the Liverpool games from the year before um, was just everything feels a year too late for City in the Champions League. They, they go to Anfield. The, 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 the bus, they don't have a, a great record at Anfield anyway. The last time they won there was like 2003. So uh, we, we all expected them to go there and not win anyway. Um, the bus has all sorts of crap thrown at it, bricks, bottles, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it limps its way into the stadium and, and, and Guardiola gives this really sarcastic, uh, you know, to the police. Thank you. Thank you for protecting us on the way in. It was really, really helpful of you. Um, they go there. They, they concede the first goal, which is offside. Uh, they can see two more through just spectacular wonder goals. Then in the second half, they have a perfectly good goal ruled offside when it wasn't. And then they have um, a, a stonewall penalty turned down. And you're thinking, you're coming away from Anfield, where you don't have a great record anyway, but you kind of take a 1-0 or maybe a 2-0, 2-1 defeat and sort the job out in the second leg. And you're coming away with a 3-0 defeat that you don't really deserve because the officials have, done, have not done their job properly. The fans have, have, you know, have performed horrifically in making a real show of, of what they've done to that bus. And you're thinking, why should Liverpool then have the advantage in the second leg? before then City go out. City played brilliantly in that second leg. They should go in at half-time 2-0, but they have, a, again, a perfectly good goal ruled out for offside. And you're thinking, what? An, uh, as soon as the video replays come in, everything will be fine. And then the year later, they, they have that game against Spurs, and they've got a video replay right when they don't want it, right at the end of the game. <laughs> I, I feel like you could be talking as a Tottenham fan, to be honest, if you just switch <laughs> some of those games around, because I, I feel exactly the same. It's like they keep changing handball rules, and we always seem to be the ones that they change it for. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not letting you get away with that, because Lorente scored with his hand at the Etihad, and it counted. And then yeah. a year later, they, they, changed the, they changed the law so that any touch on the hand and the build-up, and it stops City getting a last-minute winner against Spurs. I'm not having that. Yeah, talk to the talk to the fucking hand, James. <laughs> Good, I love this, guys. Not 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 enough of the guests give him shit. Um... <laughs> I appreciate it. It's fine. I mean, you got you've got you got a penalty for handball, uh, which was accidental at our place. Which yeah, which, which we know, missed, which, which we missed, graciously like... missed. But uh, <laughs> I'm not. No, don't talk about the Champions League final game. Don't do it. Me? No, no me. All right, <laughs> the fucking handball by Sissoko, which again they've changed the rules about. But anyway, this is about City, not about Tottenham. Yes. I always do this. So, I mean, Threlly, what were your feelings on 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 that game as it was described? Well, that I guess that series of games. Did you feel like that was your year to really progress, and you were robbed? I think like, again, it it goes. But for me, it just chimes with what I was saying earlier about those five minutes when you know Aguero did did give us give us the title. It was just like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. It's, it's like when we got that opportunity to to win at Anfield, and 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 Mares clearly had just joined the club. And I'll take this, I'll take this, and he blazed it over the bar. And you just think that was, you think, well, I think if City fans react like me, I just went, yeah, of course, of course, you must. <laughs> Um, so there's a bit of, I think it's like we'll do ourselves down before anybody else does kind of thing. Um, I think it's an inbred characteristic, particularly of not just the North, but Manchester, because of course there's other Northern 
places who are not, you know, they're not like that. York, you know, the, the, the Republic of Yorkshire, you know, they're very four square and in your face kind of thing. And I'm very fond of, of all that too. But I think there's a particular mank thing of, um, which is why we'll put it down first. So it's that when we win something, go, oh, great, we'll have a bit of a party for a, yeah. a bit. I, I, then- I wonder if it's a City fan thing as well. Because like, it, like, like the, it, it's almost like protecting yourself because it, like nobody else can say anything worse than what I've just said already. I think that's, I'm protecting myself from it. That's right. We, we'll we, we'll 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 say it on behalf of anyone else. Who's <laughs> but when when we're when when we've won it, just give us the good grace to uh, to uh, to say we we were really good. I mean, I've got you know for, you know some some good mates. You know, Les Dennis and. Aaron McCusker, who was on Shameless, you know, Liverpool fans through and through. And they were very gracious, you know, when, when, when we won it for the second time again last year. And it was, they were, you know, the first, uh, just losing out Liverpool, you could see Liverpool building. And you, you have to be gracious back saying, you know, there, there's no question they were the best team last year by a country mile. Uh, and we just couldn't, we, we lost, what, nine games or something last year? You can't win a league. And we've not started so great now. However, what's nice about this, season i think by the way is that it's 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 opened it right up um you know the top six in this country are better than the top six in la liga or you know the uh, uh, the the um the, the dutch league or um or, or the spanish league the top six then you compare them that's why the premiership when i was in i was filming in south africa a few years ago it's it's the premiership is is what they watch because it's you know, every match is televised. It's it's really, really. It, it is it is a worldwide, uh, certainly a franchise for those people interested in the money. But I think as it's watched, it's really, really. It's true. What you know, we we, we keep saying on the Premiership, the best league in the world. But I think it is. I think it is because of the the quality and the way in which certain things can really trip you up as as we've as we found but as you say when we get tripped up you go oh god yeah of course <laughs> had to be us yeah had to be us yeah why, why always why always us did did yeah. anything happen with that bus incident i can't remember was the club fined or were they i i don't remember um anything in particular i remember merseyside police not being able to find anybody responsible and i was kind of like well uh, there were tv cameras pointed at it you know yeah. <laughs> it went away yeah I, th- I think the i think the uh, the penalty was to have jamie carragher renew his uh, sponsor his, his contract on sky and uh, commentate on every liverpool game that's on so just just to round off that that game then because it you seem to Champions League seems to be the one glass ceiling you guys can't seem to break. Um, you, you mentioned the Spurs game, the City one. I think was it Leon knocked you out last year. What what is it? Why can't you do it? Thing is, the thing is, the fact that we're in the I don't know about any other city, but the fact that we're in the Champions League and it's become a regular running condition, you couldn't imagine that years. Certainly from when I started and where we are, I think my God, we're in the Champions League. So there's partly that, and I think it's really nice now that people are saying it's the one you can't crack. So I think there's a that's still you know that we're not really here thing, James. I think it's still alive. That's that's how I feel. Way and I, listen, I, I agree. We can't crack it, but we've had a real good go against Barcelona, Real Madrid in the past. We've driven them really close, and that that result in in Real Madrid was it last year? Fantastic. I I really in a strange way I really enjoy um not cracking it because it's it's kind of like oh of course city are the ones that can't crack it any other team given these resources and these managers would would have gone on and, and just made it nice and easy um but then again the other side of it is as well when you look at, at all the domestic trophies city have won in the last kind of 10 years or so um you don't want to be too perfect do you I, that's it, like you've got to give somebody else a chance haven't you that's the thing yeah it's boring right it's just <laughs> Well, it's it's as boring as when you see when Liverpool, although they were the best team last year, there was no you know, and when United won it at a cancer some years ago, you just think it's kind of boring. It's done and dusted. I think this year, I'm hoping this year it'll be because it will go. You know, Leicester are alive. Chelsea, I thought for a while Arsenal, but it seems a bit dodgy now. Spurs are Spurs are there or there about Kane and Som, a fantastic duo together. Um, you know, City hopefully will 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 climb back up into it, um, but it's it's hoping that you know 
you look at you look at the table now and you think, is this a typing error? Is that West Ham I can see up there? <laughs> you know, Crystal Aston Villa, for God's sake. You know, but I think it's good. I think it's good for football. I think it's good for our league. And I think it's good that, you know, the Premier League, for example, in the times we're living in, have voted some money for the lower clubs and all that kind of thing. So, I, you know, I think it's all... It's all it's all pretty cool, really. But uh, obviously, you've got your own bias of your own team. Um, yeah. and, but this year is very, very different because of the lack of time between the end of last last season. It's not last year; it's last season. It's only a few months ago, and where we started. I think it's you. Well, you can see people have uh, you know they've, they've lost Henderson now. The city of Sterling's a bit injured. You know, Ake was on for four minutes against uh, 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 for Holland the other night. It's happening all over the place. They're not robots. These, even though they're millionaires, they're not robots. Yeah, I mean, I'm. My fear is for for this season is that Spurs are actually going to finally going to do it. We're finally going to crack them. We're going to be challenging for the title, and then they're just going to cancel the season because of COVID. And that, <laughs> that that is when people ask me, "Do I think we've got a chance?" That is the one reason I give us to not the, not Bale, not Son, not Kane. But the fact that that could happen would be the most Spursy thing to ever happen. I, I, I was trying to say I'm like sure last we're season. we're going to be winning the league because of that. I was trying to say last season, when they, when they suspended football, Liverpool, I think, were four points off winning the title ahead of City at that stage. And I was trying to say, uh, listen, if they cancel the season, they can't just award the title to Liverpool because it's no counterfactual. You can't prove that City wouldn't have come back and won it at that point. So you can't, you can't just say, yeah, no, OK, it looks like Liverpool were going to win it. So we had to finish it and we had to get, we had to play it out behind closed doors and just, just find out if they would have done. And it turns out they were, they, they were okay. They were all right for getting over the line in the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's, um, you mentioned United a few times and I know the, the emails that you've, that you sent, there's a couple of incidents in there. Both of them are United games. I think you've yeah. had, I mean, look, they're just your, your cross city yeah. rivals. Um, there's hatred there. Stole the bloody traffic every time. Yeah, the derbies are always always uh, amazing and full of controversy. But there's a couple that you've pulled out for us uh, to the, talk through specifically. I think the biggest, one of the biggest refereeing injustices I've ever I've ever known as a City fan is um, you go back to I think it's 1996 February 96. City were struggling in the in the Premier League, um, and. They go to Old Trafford in the FA Cup. Uwe Rosler scores a fantastic chip over um, over Peter Schmeichel. And City are, City are in control of this game. And you go, I've never seen them control a game at Old Trafford before. This is fantastic. And then a corner comes in and the referee just blows the whistle and points to the spot. And it's such a bad decision to give United a penalty that even Roy Keane contests the decision until he realises that the referee's actually given him a penalty and not penalised United for some sort of foul. And in the end, like it, it, he's signalling that. Uh, we had a defender called Michael Fronzek, and he's, he's signalling that Fronzek had, uh, had fouled Keane in the, in the area. Then when you watch the replay, the two, they don't touch each other. They're, that's how far away from each other they are. Keane so unlucky. Gigs again. Too long this time. Referee spotted some pushing. Some Manchester City pushing, I think. He's given a penalty. It's Michael Frotsek that he's pointing at. And a penalty's been given for Frotsek. Holding somebody down. He's the man with Cantona there. His left arm is around Cantona's shoulder. It, it equalises for United. They go on and win the game, knock City out of the cup. And it's just the same old, same old, just good fortune that, City, that, that United had over City at Old Trafford again and again and again. And it still rankles with me to this day that that, that I, I had the opportunity there to see to see a crap City side beat United on their own patch when they were becoming the best team that, that England had, and it was it was snatched away through no fault of City's own. And City City could lose a game through their own fault at that time. They, they were very very good at getting things wrong, but they got everything right that day and still lost. Are there any memories of that one in particular? It was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alan well, Wilkie, I think he was called the referee. I can't, I can't add to that. I mean, I looked at it. I saw it on your list. I mean, it just baffling. But yeah, but it's as I say, you grow, you know, not knowing. I mean, I I grew up in the 
the derbies that had, you know, Najinsky in it, Colin Bell and Franny Lee, Cliff's, Cliff Sear going back, Derek Kevin, um, Alan Oakes, <clears throat> Doyle, who's uh, Pardo, Doyle, you know, Tommy yeah. Doyle, very, looks a very good player. I watched the, uh, I watched the derby the other night. Watched the women's derby the other night and there were two up, two, two <laughs> Don't don't let it don't let it bleed into the women's game. Well, there's there, there's something there's something nicely poetic about the fact that the men's team have the the the, prob- the biggest problem that the men's team have is not taking their chances and dropping points because of it. So it's a it, it's really nice to know that the women have that problem as well, and it's it's just a club wide thing. It's not just it's not just the men's team that suffer with that. Just weird, just really weird. But uh, yeah, it, it to be honest, any any. I try not to gloat at the moment. Like if, what is it, United lost the other week? Was it Palace or something? And just thought, don't gloat because if you start gloating now because the karma of it is that, you know, City could suffer something like, and we, like we did with Leicester, you know, we were just outrun at Leicester. We cannot, for some reason, contain Vardy. Can't, can't stick him out of the game, really. But, um, uh, but you know, I, I remember, you know, I remember in the old days at Main Road going, I've got, I've got a memory of uh, we, we always seem to draw Leicester in the League Cup or the yeah. or the Cup, and they were sort of big matches. They were great matches, you know. And uh, it was it was always it always felt uh, yeah, it just felt as not, not a bogey team or anything, but things like that. Or Leeds coming to to play, you know, with in the in the. Maidley, Bremner, and but to be, you know, to be stood on the on the concrete steps of the scoreboard or in the plat lane or in the kipax, wherever, um, you know, just when you were so cl- so close to these 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 guys who were doing this, it was just it was it was just that was just thrilling enough. It would have been a real bonus if we'd have won, but it always felt <laughs> that we, were, we were under the cosh. And I, I remember particularly Leeds and Leicester as being very, very difficult foes. And of course, I think Arsenal, they, they were another thing. Oh, London, there's, there's a club from London just come up, you know, and all that kind of thing. Quite almost, almost glamorous. Charlie Cook and Chelsea and Peter Osgood and Bonetti, the cat. So that was sort of my era there. I've segued off a little bit because there's nothing else. <laughs> just just well, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> you know. So should we move on to the other United? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm going to be completely honest. You're really testing my my uh, abilities, if you call them that, as a podcast host, trying to keep up with these mad segues. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying the the, the tales of past. Of the, I'm just going to I'm just going to let you go through. You just take us wherever you want to go, Threlly, <laughs> and we'll follow you. Moon is the anchor. I, well, I, well, let, let me ask Threlly how he feels about Michael Owen's uh, ninety. Well, a hundred and seventh minute winner against you know against uh, City in two thousand and nine. Then, shit. <laughs> Not as aggressive as I was expecting, Freddie. Well, I, I you know I, I can do aggression better than that, but I just feel I don't want to alienate all the pod, all the people listening. <laughs> I just well, it's just again you you, you just throw your hands and go. Well, of course. I mean, the fact that we, when we went there and did them, was it 5-1 or 6-1 with the, the Jekko years, uh, Mooney? Yeah. When we did, that was almost like all those years of going there and nearly, nearly, nearly. And, and the Owen goal, you know, uh, uh, it just epitomised that. Just said, well, of course we didn't fucking win at United. But then to go there and tank them 5-1 or 6-1, whatever it was, um, was you just go, well, take this because we've come here and got so close over the years and we've been sort of second best, really. Yeah, I was going to say, well, let's let's go to the start because I think I remember watching that game live, I think, in a bar in Spain somewhere randomly. Um, and it was a kind of a back and forth one, wasn't it? It was, I remember Bellamy, they, did Bellamy yeah, score in that game? They, they kept taking the lead and we kept equalising. And um, it was we we, equal, we equalised in in like the ninety first minute or so. So we all we all thought we'd drawn the game and we thought we'd nicked a point. Um, and then he played five minutes of added time, and then five minutes were up, and it carried on to six, and it carried on to seven, and suddenly Michael Owens clean through one on one with Shea Given and pops it in. 
Cleared away as far as Ryan Giggs, who's placed one for Michael Owen! Oh, this is incredible! Beyond any time, Michael Owen with his first Old Trafford goal for Manchester United makes the place erupt! And Mark Hughes is raging! He points to the watch to Phil Sharp, the assistant referee, wondering where all this added time came from. Michael Owen doesn't care, nor do Manchester United. And then he lets City kick off and goes, right, I think that's enough now, everyone. Thanks, thanks for coming, sort of thing. <laughs> and we go, well, what's going on here? Are we just Is it literally next goal wins? Is that, is that what you've just played? It's like, I've not played that since I was 12, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so up in the way, wasn't it? At Old Trafford during, those, during that Fergie, I mean, Fergie time. Everyone knows it. You don't even have to explain it, do you? But I, yeah, that was, I remember watching that. I couldn't believe what was happening. I couldn't. But it, it was nice. It was nice, as Thorelli said, to win the league then at their, at their expense by doing it after their game was over because the exactly. tables are turned. Yeah. Karma, it's returned. And they should have, they, I, know it's, I know it's hard for them and upsetting and all that kind of, but then we've had years of upset like that and particularly that one. We thought we'd, yeah. we'd at least uh, got a, when Bellamy squeezed that one in on the t- from the touchline almost. But it, it's, uh, you just think, well, we've, <laughs> oh God, we haven't because we've just caught <laughs> that little twat from Stoke and he just pinged it in. Um, but listen, the same, what was it? Was it last year, year before? When we we were getting we we could have won the league by beating United at the Etihad, and Podba decides to turn up that day. Yeah, yeah, turn turn up having missed. I think we missed three or four good chances. Hit the post, hit the bar, and lose the game somehow. And of course, we we went away from us in the second half. You just you just don't know why. It's just I think nowadays I think the game's a lot. It's a lot, obviously, it's a lot quicker. I mean, these are highly, highly fit athletes. Uh, and they're, no wonder their hamstrings are pinging like violin strings because they are so tuned now. You know, apparently, when was it when Guardiola came, he said, no, you don't order pizza after the game to celebrate. We're going to have... <laughs> you know, he got, a, he, got a, he got a way of playing. But I think, I think what's happened is over two years... They've got. I mean, Southampton came and played it very well. They knew exactly how we played. They knew how to press. They knew how to stop us playing, and they got a result. You know, it's just. I think we've got. We've got. We got rumbled, and uh, uh, I think the same in some ways with Liverpool this year. I think they've sort of got the style. I think uh, that's why I think Chelsea will be there at the end. I, Spurs might if they if they if they get their act together. I think uh, you see them attacking the way they're playing. Um, I think it's always a difficult game when we played and be, it'd be interesting I mean I like the idea as I say that it's, it's opened up a bit more because, because Liverpool have drawn a couple not least against us but um, I think it's I think it's opened it up a bit more because I think when one team gets away I just think I, I don't know how anybody else feels but I just I just think oh I'm kind of losing I watch City but I'll just sort of lose interest because well it's done and dusted now It's only nice when it's your team isn't it that's the thing oh. I've, yeah, I know. People say I'd be a hypocrite. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm saying it, it is. But at the same time, I think Guardiola genuinely thinks, "Great, we're playing Liverpool or we're playing Spurs or something. They'll come and play." Yeah. Even though Mourinho's in charge, they'll come and play. I noticed you, you didn't. There was a club. Uh, there was a club you left out there talking about title challenges. Uh, Arsenal, <laughs> Jamie, any thoughts on that? Well, I said if you play the if you play the fucking podcast podcast back you'll find i said earlier jamie that i thought arsenal were up there i've got some good mates who are arsenal fans <laughs> and i think i thought they were starting really really good so pin your ears back and, play it. <laughs> and earlier on you'll find that i said i thought arsenal but they seem something seems to have gone this way and of course all city fans sort of want arteta to do well i think anyway well, that's what i was going to ask uh, guys that you know obviously was he? Did you guys think he was going to be sort of after Pep, and that's what you guys were sort of? Oh, great! He seems all right. And obviously, now that he's managing well, Arsenal, and as you mentioned before, you know, he's working out how to play against Pep with the the FA Cup. Semi- well, he seems to. He's, he's he's done a, a, a attempted it very well, hasn't he? The times he, I mean, he won the he won the he won the FA Cup because of knocking his out. But I think that um, uh, uh, I, I, I I think. Already, if you go back to the why always us thing, to the supposed theme of this podcast, 
which is, I don't know what Moon is thinking, but I'm, I'm already thinking, you know, you hear whistling in the wind, maybe Pep's going to sign an extension. Because you think already we're thinking, what when Pep goes? Yeah. What when he goes? Who do you get? We, we need, uh, this is the thing though, right? like uh, I'm starting to panic at this stage because we need to know. We need to know soon. Like, like there's only so long Pochettino is not going to be, not going to have a job. There's only so long that you're going to be able to get someone like Nagelsmann. There's like, if, if Guardiola's not going to make the decision till, till kind of like March, April time, they've got a month then to come in and get the, get the guy who's going to follow him. Like, like how's, how's that going to work? So I, I just want to know, I, I, I I'm almost at the stage now where I don't care if he's staying or going. I just want to know what his decision is. <laughs> Well, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of City fans would like him to stay. I think he's brought a not a freshness, not only to City, but I think in the two years that we won the league, I think I think he brought a freshness to this to this league that, despite any kind of moanings by scousers or United fans or Chelsea fans or whatever, I think he's brought a play out from the back feel and the, t- the ticky tacky thing has gone away now. But I mean, <clears throat> the way football's being played, and you can see it. You can see it in the women's game. You can see it in the under 18s and all that. You know, when you watch, the, see the way the philosophy, if you will, uh, as 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 yeah. pervades the English league. And uh, I, I get I get shouted at now for Ellie. I'm I'm a goalkeeper myself, and I get shouted at on uh, when I play our in our six aside uh, games when we're not in lockdown. If I if I just put my foot through it and get rid of it, I get shouted at for for why why have you done that? Why 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 have you not tried to find one of us in midfield or something? I was like, I'm not a footballer. Oh. Well, it just shows you how. <laughs> How much we look up to these people, whatever people like Rashford and Sterling are doing off the field, which is fantastic. Uh, uh, it reminds you know it reminds us that we we look up to these people as some kind of role models about how we're growing up, playing the game from the the grassroots level, and uh, we we look at them. When you look at them on TV, you see how they you you do sort of ape that uh, that kind of behaviour and the way you go about your game, and the more. You know, people are, uh, are are just showing their best side and expressing themselves in a really skillful way. You think, yeah, that's what I want to do, and it takes hard work as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you, you know, you get in the media, people, you know, particularly the younger footballers make mistakes. You go, all oh, right, well, they made a mistake, but maybe they'll learn and get over it, kind of thing. So, have you got any more that you'd like to bring up, lads, in terms of things that have upset you deeply over, over the years? Is that a good segue? I don't know. That was perfect, I thought. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm quite content as a City fan, and I guess it's because of where City are now, and, and, and like I said before, things turned out all right in the end. Um, but it's still... I, 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 what I will say, and I think this, again, is unique to City fans, is I think we wear our humiliations in that sense, as a badge of honour. We are, we're proud of the fact that, that City is the only team in English football history to have won the league one season and been relegated the next. I, I, I think you know, we're proud to be the, 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 team that, the only team in English football league history to not win the title after scoring and conceding over 100 goals in the same season. These sorts of things... Any other like this is this is what used to get me when when fans would say yeah but uh, but City have got no history. What they meant by that is City don't have a history like Leeds United and Liverpool of winning things. And it's like no City City's interesting. It's actually infinitely more in, City's history is infinitely more interesting than most people seem to think it is because they have they, they've got a ton of this sort of batshit insane stuff that they've done down the years and. We all we lap it up. We love that sort of thing, and the fact that we've now got got, got success as well to kind of to enjoy in the modern era. Um, all I'm saying is, I don't. I, I think you're looking at the complete football club. I think you're looking at a, a football club that cannot get any better whatsoever. And uh, as much as as Arsenal, Tottenham, United, you know, Chelsea, whoever wants to try, um, they're never going to have the enriched lives that City fans have just because of, of everything that they've experienced through their football supporting life. That is a bold statement. Yeah, I feel like we should have played some kind of <laughs> yes. music over that, you know, the very... Okay, yeah. I, just got, I just got into it, that was all. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, think I, would, I would agree with, with quite a lot of that. I think that the um, people sometimes you just, you, you don't nec- they didn't necessarily sometimes understand the title of the series, Shameless, but it, it absolutely, 
listening to what Mooney is saying now, it's, it's the same thing, which is you celebrate the the awfulness, the downside of yeah. something. So <laughs> it's like putting targets on your head, like they, they used to do in Belgrade during the terrible, stupid war that Tony Blair took us into in Europe. They'd put targets on you going, go on then. And it's like, in the middle of all that, when we're down in Division 1, Division 2, they're getting bananas out. And they think, what the yeah. hell is all that barad? I mean, you know, like, they just well, have go, a laugh. have a laugh with it. And it, and it's, it, it, it is, and it's, 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 you know, I'm very serious about my work, but I, people will tell you on set, I'm, I, I, whether I'm directing or whether I'm in it, I just, just like to have a bit of, you know, do some, do, do my work, have a bit of fun and come home. That's really all I require. And I think it's a basic mank thing that, uh, without, you know, but it, it's not, it's celebrating the downside and going, we're down here anyway, what the hell? What else yeah. do you do? I think, I think, you know, Frank and Shane was sort of, was the, it, they put a lot of a lot of eggs in that particular basket. <laughs> Threw a lot of things at him, and uh, he was a walking um, em, emblematic symbol of, of 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 that. I think that's why people sort of got got kind of tuned in. You, I don't have to say too much. I can walk around. Man, I don't get noticed so much now, but you know, it, I, I can. <laughs> you know, people sometimes they say things to me, and then. I can just, you know, I just, I just say to people, fuck off, you know. And then, <laughs> now, if you were, you know, if you were, you know, if you were somebody else, you wouldn't get away with that. But I think because intrinsically the Manx know, know that, uh, you know, it's not the same as, you know, Liverpool going, oh, we're great, Liverpool's great, aren't we? We're just so great. We're just so great and groovy because, you know, we're so kind of, you know, we've got some of that Liverpool humour and all that kind of, you know, we're just so, we're just so great. We're just so, you know, it's all known for all that. Um, I've got, I don't mean it as bad as I've said it because <laughs> I'll be getting... Sorry, I'll be getting the, you're not wrong. As yeah, yeah, totally correct. Don't apologise. Johnson and Ricky Tomlin. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, uh, I, I, I like, there's a lot about Liverpool I love, you know, but I, I, I wish they hadn't thrown cans at the, at the coach and stuff like that. But, uh, but I think what, what you guys uh, both voiced amazingly uh, just before about, you know, it's, it's wearing the pain like a badge of honour and being able to laugh about it, being able to enjoy those moments. I mean, that is pretty much the basis of this, of this whole podcast that we do. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not just here to just moan and, and make people upset. You know, it's about looking at, back at those, those bad times, whether your Grimsby, who we've had on the show, mm. uh, you know, who, who are right down there, or your City, who are at the pinnacle of, of world football. I think as fans, right, we all, we all have those moments where our team have just made us feel absolutely rotten and, and like the world is against us. Uh, and I think if you don't wear it like a badge of honour, uh, you, you drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, at the end of every season, only one team can win. That's it. Only one team can win the league. Only one team can win the, the the cup, and everybody else has lost. And so, if you if you go into the season knowing that and still fall for it at the end of the season that you get crushed by that, then you know more fool you. Right? You've, you've got to accept that that most of the time your team is going to be rubbish, and they're going to do things that are going to that they're going to fuck up in places where they shouldn't fuck up. And you have to enjoy it when they do and you can you, you know you can moan about it all you want but you know dust yourself down get on with it come back next week and, uh, and try and win the next game and see what happens and then laugh about it afterwards that's that's all you can do isn't it exactly gents i think we're uh, we're out of time there so uh, that was a lovely way to wrap it up mooney so cheers <laughs> it was completely accidental sorry about that <laughs> don't expect that in anything else <laughs> It was, he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, is, is there any, uh, I mean, if, it's just, if you want to give us your social media so listeners can follow or, or anything else that you'd like to direct people to before we, uh, before we disappear? Sure. I'm, I'm just on Twitter. I'm at David Mooney. Uh, and just search Blue Moon Podcast and Why Always Us. You'll find me on, on anything else there. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a rash when I think about social media. I'm not on <laughs> social media. I don't, I'm not a Twitter or a twatter i'm a more of a twat really um <laughs> uh, i don't really uh, it doesn't I, I can never understand why you know things you see it after a game on you know if you have to watch 
match of the day with Gary Lineker or somebody interesting that, uh, uh, that, that you know, you see these players in the bottom of your screen going, oh, great result today, looking forward, you know, well, and you think, oh, that's really, that's insightful. <laughs> really glad I well, know that. Well I done to the PR company that wrote that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really... <laughs> So much for, you know, written therapy. Fantastic. Uh, no, I, I've got no interest in social media of any kind. So you can't find me on there. But it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't normally, you know, did, but uh, I just think, just getting long, I think, oh, what the hell? Because you, 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 I just, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I think what it does is it makes people who, who, who um, you know, live in, live in places with, you know, a pot plant and a cat uh, become somebody else on social media. They, they, they have some kind of platform of an opinion. They become somebody else, not necessarily themselves. If you were talking person to person, which is what we're doing now. So yeah. I much, much prefer that whether it's talking to you about football or somebody on a, a human being on the phone about insurance. Yeah. Or your pot plants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, you can, you can give out your phone number if you want, if you prefer people just. Yeah, funny enough, I'll give that a wide berth for now, James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. No, thanks for having me. No worries. I didn't touch you. It's Always Us is hosted and produced by James Regal and Jamie McDonald. This funky theme music was written and performed by Morrison Marr, a.k.a. Moss Tones on SoundCloud. If you've got any comments for the show or just want to share the pain supporting your team, you can find us on Twitter at It's Always Us Pod or email us at It's Always Us Pod at gmail.com. And of course, please support us by subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a rating and review. Thanks for listening and see you next time.